Hi everyone, welcome to Merch Money. Today we have BJ DeLong with us. Welcome, awesome. thank you so much for being Thanks. here. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for being here. <laughs> everyone has been so excited. We posted it in the Facebook group, everybody's been excited. Amy especially, Amy uh, Springer was so excited to have BJ on the show. She couldn't wait for this, this show. And she got a migraine today, so it's really sad. She um, she couldn't be on, and she's very sad about that. So she she wishes she wants to say hi to everyone and, and hi to BJ. So thank you so much for being here, and uh, she wishes she could be here. But anyway, so let's all uh, go around like normal. I'm finally back home. I'm in my own house. You can see my own background. Like I I just got home last night. I. I since the meetup. So it's been a whole week where I've been in Ohio and then New Jersey and then I finally am back home right now. So I just got home last night. And I, so. All right, well, uh, who wants to go first? Bree, you wanna go? Sure. Um, hey guys, what's up? I am Brianna Muller-Green, co-owner of designfordollars.com. And I figured I should elaborate a little bit on what exactly I even do. Since it morphs, <laughs> Um, I would kind of lump it into an online business developer and an e-commerce entrepreneur. So I'm at the point where, and I guess that's been the highlight of my week, where I've been helping to consult with businesses. And um, in particular, in the, in the last week, an eight-figure brick-and-mortar business that needs an online presence. And so I'm having a lot of fun. Um, working working with businesses and companies um, that aren't necessarily well versed in in online anything, so it's fun to kind of teach them and build some things and get some things into place. So that's where print on demand and you know my experience has led me. So that's like my big win for the week too. Awesome. Yeah, I hear uh, Bree's stories like throughout the week, and I'm always just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like from celebrities to like all kinds of different industries and people, and it's, it's fascinating. That's what I love because I never know, like, you know, what's a saying? Like, we're only separated by so many degrees, right? And so yeah. the more that I put myself out there, the more that I attend conferences, the more people I meet and the more people they know and put you in touch with as you develop a relationship. So it's just been long enough that a lot of connections and things are coming into play. And it's, it's fun. It's really fun to wake up and be like, wait, what am I doing? Okay, let's do this. <laughs> Speaking of uh, connections, just really quick, before I forget to tell you, um, the day that I ended up not meeting you when we were both in Vegas at the same time, and I was supposed to go like, anyway, you met everyone that I was with that day, but I ended yes. up going to dinner with Dane uh, Nguyen and like that whole group, he started conferences now. So he has another conference in Canada in June. Jameson is speaking at that conference. Uh, and I'm so. like, oh, I wanna go. Like, yeah. uh, but there's just so many conferences, I don't think I'm gonna make it, but it's, it's so um, fun to see everybody grow and, and uh, 
he hadn't started those conferences back then. So now he, this is his second year and they're really good. Which I, yeah. And I have to say, um, I'll elaborate on that really quickly because I actually went, um, to the conference last year when it was in Toronto and it was more, not, not necessarily just Amazon based. Um, it went a little bit outside of Amazon, but it looks like it's like expanded even further this year where, you know, we always talk about the interconnectedness of everything we do. Yeah. Um, um, and um, when I went last year, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Was so really anybody great. in anybody who lives in Canada or like north part of the country or any anywhere really, but it's especially if you live in Canada, it's a really good conference in Canada. Mm -hmm. So and they've moved it to the summer, so it's warmer because it was in the winter last year and it's freaking absolutely freezing. <laughs> yeah, I really want to go. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it because it's so close to the Midwest ecom time. But oh, I really want to go. I guess you it's might not just that close. have to hop from one to the other. It's not that close. I guess it's probably a couple weeks apart, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I make it. <laughs> but anyway, so Christina. Yeah. Um, so it's been a busy week. Um, just working on design for dollar stuff. And, um, you know, we're kind of looking at everything, merch money and, you know, um, making sure that we're kind of building that bring in. Um, and then sales have actually increased for me on print on demand. So I don't know if people are like, you know, I don't know if this is normal, because this is like my first second quarter in e-commerce. So, um, but it was almost like a switch flipped last week and sales are just really increasing quite a bit. So I think it's and of course, you're awesome. <laughs> no, I, I literally haven't done anything different. So. Well, you know what? It's funny you say that though, Christina, because you know me, I'm so hot and cold with it. Like, I'll be like, oh my God, I'm not uploading anything on the merch this week. And then I'll, you know, I get back into it and I'm uploading and stuff. Um, and then, of course, with the, with the bulk uploader, like, whoa, it's really easy. But, um, I've never sold. We were, who are we asking the same thing of? What was it last week? Like a standout T-shirt of of any certain one. I got yeah. my first like multi-sale. It was like twenty-two of one shirt to in one wow. transaction, and it was military. Oh, so non-trademarked. <laughs> Real quick before we go too far, somebody was asking where the conference is. If it's in Toronto, and I just looked it no. up. It's it's in, I don't know how to say it, Vahan in, in Ontario. Ontario. Um, um, and it's June 15th to 16th. It's called Great North Ecom Conference. A lot of good people there. And I, I, mean, I really, Helen, remember. are you in the group? What group? For the conference? Uh, probably not. I, okay. I just saw it posted from Jameson. Um, what I'll do is I'll find either Jameson's post or the one from the group. And if you guys are looking for the link, um, I'm sure we can get it on the replay later, but I'll just put it on my, uh, Facebook page right now. Got it. Okay. Angie, are you in, in Canada? Sounds like she knows where it is. Anyway, I would definitely recommend going if you're in anywhere near there. Um, all right. So BJ, welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. So, so I was just going to uh, say, um, we almost got to meet BJ last week because he lives uh, very close to where the meetup was in Columbus. So we're 
but unfortunately ended up getting yeah, an injury. It, it didn't work out. Yeah, I was out with a back injury. So, yeah, I pulled a nerve on my back. And so, yeah, uh, three trips to the chiropractor this week. But, hey, I got Ooh. on site, so I'm good. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm uh, BJ DeLong. I go by BJ Dell online uh, on YouTube, Instagram, pretty much anything social media, BJ Dell. Uh, and I do merch. I do YouTube tutorials. Pretty active on YouTube with that uh, over the past year. And super excited to be on tonight. So thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I, I posted the links in the description of the video and also on the Facebook uh, posts. But uh, you have an awesome blog, awesome YouTube channel, um, just so much information. So let's let's uh, start back to how you started in all of this. Have you always been a designer, or did you teach yourself? Um, I've always been good at art. I've always been, you know, into illustration and stuff like that. Um, for college, I actually went to college for graphic design, and to be honest, I didn't like it. Uh, it was strictly graphic design. There was no illustration or anything at all. Uh, it was just you know, strictly Photoshop Illustrator. There was no drawing or anything like that. And that kind of turned me off because that's really what I'm strong at. And that's what I wanted to, you know, kind of bring to the table with it. So needless to say, I got turned off by that and um, kind of have retail in my blood. My dad was a uh, retail store manager for 30 years and he actually had a teaching degree and got into retail. So like I said, kind of had it in my blood. And so I just went into retail management and I did retail management for about 20 years. Always wow. did art on the side, but at the same time, I wasn't happy with what I was doing because I knew I wanted to do art. That's so interesting so, that um, you weren't happy with graphic design. And that's like all I like I think of you as graphic design. But yeah, I mean, well, it I didn't like just the graphic design part. I right. wanted the illustration part too. Um, right. so like I being on merch, you know, I hate just doing typography shirts, you know, just right. text-based shirts. I still do some, you know, here and there, but right. if I can throw an illustration on there, that's really you know what I want to do. Um, so yeah, I was in retail for, like I said, 20 years, retail management and got to the point where it's like, okay, if I want to do this, I need to do this. So kind of took the steps and started building a, you know, a client base and a portfolio and everything like that. And then branched out on my own full time about two years ago and I've been wow, that's a, for two years. So that's exciting. That's a big shift. Yep. Did anything prompt it or you just started hearing about all these opportunities and wanted to try it? Um, honestly, the, the thing that prompted it was getting closer to 40, you know, kind of that middle age, like, you know, Those milestone birthdays say, okay, do it. when I hit 40, I don't want to still be doing this. So, you know, I just kind of put in the work, you know, uh, every day before I went to work, every day afterwards would work on client stuff. So would wake up early in the morning, get to work, do it after I got off and just grind it at it. And like I said, build up the portfolio, build up the client base to where, you know, finally the freelance stuff was making more than the day job. And that's when I knew, okay, I can do this. So, so exciting. And it's kind of progressed over, you know, time because that's all I was doing initially was just, you know, the freelance client stuff. And actually now I do almost zero of that because of all these different opportunities. Um, once again, it's like, okay, I can work for somebody else and, you know, working in retail, you're working for somebody else and even doing freelance work, you're still technically working for somebody else. So, you know, having merch, the different PODs, you know, the different opportunities, YouTube, it's, you kind of 
go away from working mm -hmm. for somebody, answering to somebody, you kind of do your own thing. And that's absolutely what I love. So that's awesome. been my focus for the, you know, the past few months and past eh, longer than that. But um, I've got a couple clients that I keep on that I've had a longer relationship with, but, you know, taking on new stuff is just something that I do not do anymore. So I like it. I was going to say that's really cool that you are in a position where you can choose to do that, you know? And if someone else is in a similar situation to you and wants to take on clients, then, then they can. And that's like the, the awesome part of this industry is it's so freaking flexible. For sure. Yeah, definitely. And the thing with clients too is, um, you know, I would recommend anybody that's starting out in illustration or graphic design that wants to get into it, definitely start out with clients. I mean, um, it's going to let you get better at different skills that you might not have right off the bat. Uh, so if a client wants something that you're not comfortable with, then you're going to learn you know, new skills to deliver what that client wants. Um, but at the same time, when you get to a point where you can work with clients and it's the same client over and over again, um, that's really what I love doing because you know, kind of their expectations, you know, what you can deliver, you know, you're kind of on the same page. Um, that's one thing I absolutely hated was, you know, working with a client on one project and then that's it. You know, the, the client's done, it's over with, uh, developing that relationship is like really key in the part that I really liked about it. So. Cool. Well, um, Oh, real quick, I just was looking at the chat and somebody wants to see your, Angie wants to see your shirt. I don't know if you want to show it. Did you design it or is it just you mine? No, uh -huh. that's um, Johnny Cupcakes. I don't know if anybody's heard of him. Huge clothing line. Um, okay. He kills it. I absolutely love it. I should have worn one of my shirts, but you know, hey, I didn't. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, well. So you, okay, so you started working with clients. What made you start thinking about YouTube or, or getting your uh, YouTube channel going? Um, honestly, just, I, I applied for merch back in, I think it was October of 2017. And I didn't get approved till January, 2017. Um, so those few months I just spent just absorbing all the information that I could in the groups. And I saw a lot of people like constantly asking the same questions over and over again uh, with, you know, how do you do this on the iPad or how do you do this? And I want to make shirts with the iPad for merch. So I decided in January of 2018, I uploaded a really cheesy video tutorial. Um, now, like I've got mad lights and I've got this, you know, crane thing for overhead shots. And the first video that I did was actually just the screen capture on the iPad using just the mic that's built into the iPad. So like every time that I tap on the screen or draw on the screen, you can hear it because the mic's built in. And yeah. um, so I did that just to kind of, you know, answer some questions and then forgot about it and then came back on like in July and checked out the video and was like, oh, this has a ton of views. It's got a comments. This obviously was helping people out. So yeah, I uploaded the first one in January and didn't do anything again with it until July. And then kind of thought, okay, I need to, you know, do a little bit more with this. Um, and also at the time, um, I was actually teaching a graphic design class here in town. Uh, I worked at a, it's a local studio here that was a nonprofit that uh, helped the developmentally disabled community. Oh, so wow. I got them in the merch. So they were learning how to make t-shirts and stuff like that. And it was really fun, you know, helping teach and, you know, getting them new skills and, and whatnot. So I 
kind of used what I was, you know, using down there to teach and kind of incorporated that into YouTube videos too. So I'm no longer down there. I spent a year down there. That's and then really neat. Like talked about before the, the show started, there's just no time in the day to get everything done and to do everything that I want to accomplish, like something had to give. So that was the thing that yeah. had to give. Um, but, um, uh, got somebody in there that took over the program. So they've still got the merch account and she knows what they're doing. So, oh, so leading them in the right direction. So, but yeah, it was really re rewarding. Plus, like I said, it, it really helped out with, you know, doing the YouTube videos and kind of explaining stuff, um, you know, really basic and not trying to talk over to people's heads. So that is so awesome that you set that up for them. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun and kind of thinking outside of the box, you know. Yeah, because it's like a job that a lot of people can do, so it's it's good. Yeah. That's, wow, what a great story. Yeah. That, that'd be awesome if uh, other people could do that. Maybe uh, we'll have to find a way to talk to you more about that at some point, like how you got, got that set up, because that would be good for schools or um, a lot of charity organizations, maybe. Yeah, plus they loved it. I mean, just because they, you know, could show their friends and family like, hey, type in Amazon.com and my shirt comes up, you know. Yeah. It's really like a, a good program for them and, and it built, built a lot of self-confidence and it it really, uh, really worked out well. And I'm I'm glad they're still continuing with it. So that's amazing. That's that's true gift you gave to them. So thank you for doing that. Um, all right. So, so then you started doing more YouTube uh, videos. I've seen them everywhere. People talk about your channel all the time. So you have really uh, done amazing things. Um, and I know you've taught a lot of people. It really helps build up their skills and everything. Uh, so you, in your videos, a lot of times you use Procreate, right? Yeah, Procreate's the, the main program that I use. Um, I love the iPad so much. I spent years, I mean, I've been using Photoshop for, you know, over... 20 years I started in high school, you know, in the, the art lab using Photoshop and kind of taught myself because we didn't even have internet access back then, you know? Um, so <laughs> learning that was, was cool, but you know, procreate is just so streamlined and it works so well. I still use Photoshop a lot. They just added text to, to procreate, which is mm -hmm. a big game change, but at the same time, I'm, I'm still more comfortable using Photoshop for text. So I still, you know, throw stuff over there and, mm -hmm. and use that to kind of finish up the designs. But yeah, Procreate's the big one. Um, a lot of people have been asking for Affinity Designer. It's uh, another program that's out for the iPad. And with that one, it's more like Illustrator for uh, the computer. It's vector-based. So I'm trying to uh, get some curriculum build up around that because I want to branch out and do Skillshare and Udemy as well. Oh, as that was going to be my next question. So you don't have it right now? Yeah, not right now. Okay. No, I'm, I'm working on the curriculum and trying to get, you know, the, uh, the classes down and how the videos, you know, flow into each other and stuff like that. It's a little bit more, you know, complicated than just throwing up a couple of videos on YouTube. So that's yeah. uh, the next big thing that I'm working on right now. So nice. Well, that will be really helpful because that was going to be my question is what do you think people should do when they're first starting and trying to learn graphic design? Like, do you have a video of yours that you recommend that they watch first or? Um, um, honestly, with mine, it's it's not so much like an overview of graphic design. I get pretty specific with okay. the videos uh, just because on YouTube, I mean, there's so many things you can learn on YouTube. So it, I've had people ask me, hey, can you do a, you know, a video on Photoshop or a video on Illustrator? 
It's like, yeah, I could, but there's already so many videos out there yeah. about those. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm really going to add anything else to it. Well, I think you should still do it because it's nice when, it, even just for people like me, that people ask me questions. I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I like knowing the person who made the video. So if, if you had one, then I'd be like, oh, I trust him. And I would be able to share it. If it's somebody else, I'm like, I don't know who they are. I don't know if it's good advice or not. So it, and people would watch it because they're following your channel anyway. So. I good say point. do it. Okay. All right. I'll put it on the list. The ever put it on the list. Yeah. Cause it makes a big difference. You, you want to trust people, especially if you're sharing the content. So, um, it would help a lot of the other, uh, people in this industry. They'll feel confident, confident sharing your stuff. Right on. Cool. Um, uh, okay. So you're, you're working on a course. Are you working on one for like an advanced people or intermediate or beginner or just all together? It's kind of like an overview that mm -hmm. dives a little bit deeper than some of the stuff on YouTube. And it's um, a little bit more structured, I guess, just the way that, you know, the breakdown goes into the different videos. So and then, you know, going past that, it's trying to, to come up with some specific, you know, courses and videos that that can all be incorporated together. So. Like well, I said, I'm just not enough time in the day. <laughs> I'm excited for it. And and like uh, going back to what you said about you don't want to be repetitive, like there's already so much information out there. It's still you're you have a skill that a lot of people don't have where they are talented but also are able to explain it well and show it well and be entertaining doing it. So that's a lot of thing, a lot of pieces to the puzzle. And most people only have a couple of them. So they're either super boring or they're, <laughs> um, you know, go too fast and you miss stuff or like you do it very well. So well, thanks. I try to keep it entertaining. So yeah. 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 So don't worry about being repetitive. It's, it's totally different when you're explaining it versus somebody else. Right on. So. Um, all right. Well, Christina or, or Bree, do you have anything before I just keep bulldozing along? <laughs> Um, I was just going to mention briefly, um, BJ, that I hadn't um, seen your YouTube channel before. I'm not very design oriented personally, <laughs> and, but I checked out your uh, page and, and your channel and that the first thing I was like, oh my gosh, it's awesome. Just the way that you have everything set up and obviously the thumbnails are like beautiful, but they're they're clean and and organized and easy to read, but still artistic. Like it's it's just really cool. So when you guys get to his YouTube channel, um, and you're going down the path of you know having your own YouTube channel, take a look at his thumbnails. <laughs> They're awesome. Yeah, and I think that that's the, when I started out, I didn't even, you know, my first video I put up, I didn't even do a thumbnail. <laughs> you know, it was yeah, like I said, yeah, very I basic. It. it was just the, you know, the screenshot from the video and had to go back in and, and fix all that. So I've learned a lot, you know, with YouTube over the past year or two to, to kind of get it to where it is today. So that's been a fun little journey as well. It's fun, right? And then you see some of the same people again and you like start to really get to know people that follow you, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it, oh, good. No, go ahead. I was going to say, and it looks like your page has really started to grow. I noticed that it was that it oh you opened the page in 2017, and then it looks like you just hit your thousand subscribers in March, maybe. Yeah, it was. It seemed like a few weeks ago because I did a um, a thousand subscriber giveaway. Yeah. And it, I just did that. It felt like, and then now I'm pretty close to hitting four thousand. So exactly. Yeah, yeah I was thinking, wow, that's. Huge. 
Yeah, it's really like increasing. And for anyone, you know, I'm sure we've probably got the the link in the video yes. comments or whatever, but definitely go out there and, you know, subscribe to his channel. It's really awesome. There's a lot of tutorials. I love the story time, time lapses. <laughs> they make right. me laugh. So um, it's awesome to just kind of like watch what you're doing, but have that just this random story going along with it in the background is just very entertaining. It keeps me watching the whole time. So. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to do. I kind of wanted to break it up and not do the exact same thing, you know, every single video. So initially when I started the YouTube channel that I have now, like where it's at now, um, my plan was Mondays I do a let's draw and then Wednesdays I do an art review challenge. So every Wednesday I uh, give a word of the week that everybody draws. And then I've got a Facebook group called Keep Creating a Learn, Draw, Share Art Community. So then people post the drawings that they did for that week's word on there. Then the following week I do like a review video of different designs that are posted in the group. And then Fridays were the uh, story time videos. I haven't done a story time video in a few weeks because I've been trying to play around with some other stuff because Procreate's, you know, released all these new features. So I've been trying to do videos on that, which have been getting a lot of views. So it's kind of like, okay, I want to do more of those because they're getting right. more views. So yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's definitely uh, something that's changing over time because I'm not as structured and, you know, rigid with the, the timeline uploads that I have been doing in the past. So like I said, it's still a learning process. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's good to be a little flexible because you, you need to jump on stuff as it comes out. Like I, I'm sure that people really need those tutorials now because it just came out. So it's good to work on that stuff. And Laura is saying that she is going to participate in one of the challenges soon. Laura Burke, she loves those challenges. Definitely, um, Laura. And Sabina Riggs says she just subscribed to you. Spin Dizzy says, I would love a course from you about Affinity Designer. The iPad app is amazing and a bit overwhelming. Yeah, I'm uh, right on board with you. <laughs> I don't use Affinity Designer that much. So um, it was funny down at the studio when I was down there, uh, one of the guys for Christmas, uh, he got an iPad Pro um, and he wanted to learn Affinity Designer. So we sat down and started watching videos and stuff like that. And it's definitely a different beast. I mean, I I got the iPad Pro when it first came out in 2015. So I've been using Procreate now for, you know, three and a half years. Uh, and then jumping over to Affinity Designer, it's, it's definitely a lot more daunting. There's a lot more to it. And this thing with Procreate, I've, I'm so comfortable with it because I've used it for so long now. It's mm -hmm. easy to do the videos and I can talk and not have to really think about what I'm doing. Right. So Affinity, same thing. It's on the list of things that I'm currently working on because I want to be comfortable with it before I jump in and start, you know, making videos about it and stumbling. And I don't like editing. That's one thing. Oh, with <laughs> so like, I do all my stuff in one cut. My friend gets so mad because uh, his kids have YouTube channels and he'll spend, you know, five hours editing like a 30 minute clip or a 20 minute clip. And then he'll come over and I've got my 20 minute clip and it takes me honestly three minutes to, to edit it. You know, I do right. the, the intro, the outro and- But you at least do that, it looks good. That yeah. to me, I'm like, oh, that's editing. <laughs> It prevents people sometimes from putting anything out there because they edit it to death and then yeah. they're like, it's never perfect, you know, and like yeah. hours go by and you could just, you could have been pumping out great content that whole, the whole time. Yeah. yeah most yeah. of my regular videos, I honestly, about 
five minutes of editing is what I do. Um, I did another one because uh, a lot of people in the groups constantly ask what iPad they should get and what the differences are between the iPads and why do I not get as many layers as you get on your videos? So I did, you know, a, a video breaking down all the differences between the iPads. And I think it's maybe like a 15 oh, minute video. Thank you for telling me that. Nine hours editing that one video <laughs> and it's a 15 minute video. Wow. So I don't want to do that. I just want to, you know, record what I'm doing and put it up. So that's why, like I said, five minutes, I'm good. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you for telling me that. Cause I, I want to start having like a list of like, when people ask a question, like just be able to answer it quickly, like have all the answers like done. So I'll I'll add that video to my like answers. Awesome. <laughs> so all right, awesome. We so have, are you, sorry. Go ahead. So BJ, so are you still do you still do merch? And if so, um how much, you know, how much of your time do you spend doing that? Um I noticed it looked like you also had some um maybe some kids books and, you know, do you also do KDP and what other print on demand platforms are you um, on right now? So yeah, I'm still doing merch. Um, spend, it just varies by week, honestly. Um, yeah. With, with merch, I absolutely love merch. Um, it's like I said, being able to do the illustrations and stuff. I don't, really focus too much time on tech stuff. I will if there's something that I know, like I have to do this, but it's mostly illustrations. And I spend the time just doing some really like killer illustrations that I know that I can scale across to different things. Um, right now I'm on tier 4,000 with merch. Uh, I should be, I could be on tier 6,000. I'm coming close to 8,000. But my problem was uh, just doing the uploads took so long. Like the the return on investment wasn't there to scale everything out to you know hoodies, long sleeves, so on and so forth. Um, so I think last week because I had stuff drop off, I think I had like thirteen hundred designs up uh, last week. And with the new bulk uploader combined with the Merch Informer, you know, uploading tool, uh, I'm sitting at I think like thirty three hundred now. So nice. uh, I was Thank like, you know, you. What? it doesn't take any time and I can get teared up because I'm sitting there, you know, ready for it. So I might as well throw these on and it goes so quick now. I just love it. I didn't want to spend, you know, all the time doing everything before because I mean, to be honest, you know, sell a couple hoodies here, a couple sweatshirts there, but right. um, most of them are going to fall off. So I didn't want to take the time. I was going through before, you know, and uploading the top sellers to those and hoping that they might have, you know, made right. a sale here or there. Uh, right. But yeah, most of my time is spent, you know, just using that design that I do and then scaling it over to everything. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll go into super crowded niches. Like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'll, you know, scale out 60, 70 designs in there because I'm sure one of them is going to hit. Nice. So, you know, different verbiage, different people that they're hitting. With. So, yeah, doing that. Um, so hopefully I get teared up soon with that. Uh, sales have been pretty good, so I'm happy there. Started KDP. Um, I, I tried it out last year and I uploaded two books. That was it. Um, and then they sold a couple of copies every couple of days. So I was actually making you know, a little bit off of there. I was like, okay, well, if I scale this out and have that many more, you know, multiply that out. So I went through, took all my designs, you know, transferred them over and just pretty much doing the journals. 
Um, and I've got, I think, 300 up right now out of like a thousand okay. that I've got in my folder ready to go. Um, nice. But kind of laid off that just to go back to merch to start uploading to get the tier up so I can uh -huh. start loading things over. Tank tops and V-necks have been pretty killer this past week. I'm happy yeah. with those. Awesome. So, those have been fun to see. Um, but yeah, with merch, pretty much just doing, like I said, just doing the uh, the journals for now. I want to get into a little bit more, um, you know, custom interiors. Uh, I actually did one. Can I show off something? Yeah, of course. So I did one. It's Like I said, I've got the channel and we do the weekly drawing challenge. But the best way to obviously get better at drawing is drawing every day. So I did one custom interior and I did this book. The 365 days of drawing prompts. Oh my God, I love and it. It's super thick because a lot of these drawing prompt books that are on Amazon right now, they break up the pages and you've got like three drawing prompts per page. And it's, you know, super tiny space to draw. And so um, basically every single page is a different day. The days are up at the top and then down at the bottom is a separate prompt for each nice. day. So I just did that one and launched that, I think last week and you know, put it in one of the YouTube videos. So this one's getting pretty good sales already. And then I also link or put a link to the Facebook page for the group in the front of here. So in addition to like the weekly stuff that people are posting in there that they're doing, hopefully that they'll be posting daily stuff out of here to the group too. So that's awesome. kind of the idea. For it. So but yeah, that was my first custom one that I did. And I was really happy with how it turned out. It looks good. Nice. So, and that's yeah. really smart to do the YouTube video about it. That's a good tip for people because um, that helps to sell, sell the book. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, um, other than that, like other POD stuff, I haven't really scaled it out. Um, the, you know, Redbubble, T-Public, anything like that. It's definitely something that I know I should do eventually. Um, but once again, so many hours in the day. Yeah. I think Etsy's the next big one. I toyed around with Etsy, uh, I think, last year. I had one design up, and it did <laughs> pretty well just because okay. of what the design was um but with i <laughs> think with doing retail management for 20 years i'm so tired of customer service so yeah. especially with with that because you don't like with etsy or you know if you do printful integration you don't really have control you're still relying on printful right. so you don't have like the full control over everything and it just kind of turned me off a little bit to it. So uh, my wife, she's in retail management too. Um, mm -hmm. And we talked about that's what we're going to get her into in the next few months is just oh. kind of working on the different Etsy stores because that can, maybe can be her way out, you know, of retail and yeah. kind of make it a husband and wife team thing. So that's oh, the the fun. next step is, is Etsy. So. What store did, did, did you both work in the same store or what store? Oh, no, no, that wouldn't work out. <laughs> where, where does she work or where did you used to work or both um that's the thing with especially retail management i i would always go wherever the money was good and uh, whoever our money so i was kind of all over the place um she she manages a, a shoe store right now so she's uh, got uh the the company she's with is actually the biggest store in the company they just moved their location last year so she's got all the big wigs constantly coming in because she's got the largest store in the company now so, yeah i um, um my first yeah, job I, I see it as like a way to get her out so yeah we'll see i don't know but she's got insurance, you know, so that's important. I know. That's <laughs> if we're, if we're both self-employed, then we have the, uh, to both be self -employed. the whole Yeah, my first, my first job out of college was uh, managing a uh, department at Macy's. So it was uh, um, 
I, it wasn't managing the whole store, but I was managing an apartment. So I learned, I, I started to do that for a few, uh, I guess it was only a year, but one of my friends worked at a bank and it was similar. Like you're managing a bank instead of a retail store. So it just, it paid better. And I ended up going into banking instead of sticking with retail, but retail's hard, man. That was, well, <laughs> that was is. pretty crazy. You're managing. It is. 23 i had 23 people I had to manage and none of them are making very much so it's like trying to manage like people you know it's it's not easy yep definitely that was the thing that you know um yeah dealing with the, the public and customers and stuff like yeah. that but then you know having to depend on workers that it, it's just a job to them you yeah. know they, they don't really care that much um obviously the the higher levels of of retail pay pretty decent sometimes depending on where you work. I always pick the places that paid. You yeah, know, good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anybody under, like they don't really care. So yeah. uh, that's one of the struggles too, is just, you know, having to cover, cause you're pretty much always salary. So having to cover people that called off, yeah. and, you know, people didn't show up or wanted to come in that day. So it's always a, always a struggle and I'm glad to be out. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, I hope that your wife can get out too. Cause it, this is so fun. Like I'm sure she will love, love it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. So Etsy, we talked about that a little bit. Um, do you tend to like focus on specific niches or do you like just everything? Like, do you just like the drawing part of it or is there specific niches you like? I just, honestly, I like the drawing part of it. Um, and the way that I do it is a little bit backwards. I don't really go in and research the niches beforehand. Uh -huh. Um, I think of something that I want to draw draw and then see if there's a market for that and see, okay, how can I scale this across different things and get, you know, use out of it, uh, which is really important. I think more than me drawing that is really important for people that are buying design. Mm -hmm. um, Cause if, you know, you're taking money out of your pocket and you've got something that that's just going to be on one design, one shirt, mm -hmm. you know, your, your odds of making your money back or actually that being successful isn't that good. So uh, being able to use that across, you know, different, different designs and different products um, is really key. And that's kind of what I look for is just, okay, how many designs can I get out of this? Is it worth it? There's sometimes I will do what I call like hero designs that I will do one design. Let's say I do like 50 designs in a month. Um, one of those 50 will be just like a killer focused, usually holiday Mm -hmm. and you know try just to get that take off so um so what do you do to try to make it take off what does that mean do you do an ad or do you do like um honestly yeah, it my strategy doesn't make sense <laughs> like <laughs> so well, well, uh, for for example um easter i had one of the top easter shirts um i spent five dollars in ads okay that was it and I did almost a thousand in profit last month. Nice. Um, and it was just really, you know, knowing the market and more than anything else too, that thumbnail has got to be killer. Mm -hmm. So usually what I'll do, and I, I'll probably do a video about this later. I haven't talked a lot about merch on my YouTube channel yet. I'm going to do some videos, you know, how to make money with your art and stuff like that. Kind of tradition. Or, uh, move it over into merch a little bit more for people that are, you know, wanting to make money with their art. And the, one of the things that I do is I'll have the 4,500 by 5,400 canvas. I'll have my sketch in there and then I will kind of warp my sketch around to make it fill up the entire canvas. Mm. Um, and then there's a couple little hacks and tricks that I do too, that I'll 
kind of screenshot on my phone, um, uh, Amazon listings, like how they come up on your phone mm -hmm. and kind of scroll down the page, screenshot it, screenshot it. And then in Procreate, make just this huge screenshot of all the different screenshots. And then on one of those t-shirts, I'll black out the t-shirt, put my design on there, put it back on my phone and then flip through my phone. And you've got to kind of be willing to admit if it doesn't look that good, because mm -hmm. what you should be able to do when you flip through it is that design should stand out mm -hmm. you know, when you're flipping through. So that's a good way if you're not sure if it's going to look right on the T-shirt, you know, just going through and flipping, flipping down the, the kind of mock up yeah. of what Amazon looks like and, and being able to say, OK, yeah, the, the viewer is going to see that and stop like immediately. So. So if you decide that that didn't happen and, and it didn't pop out, do you leave it up and do another one or do you take it down and start over again? Well, that's the thing. You don't even, you don't even put it up. Oh, okay. Cause you're just using procreate to make the mock-up. So you're oh, not even wasting time put it, putting it up or anything. Um, and then that gives you the, the ability to go back in and, you know, make changes and adjustments and stuff like that. So. Got it. Okay. Wow. Neat. Well, Kyle uh, is in the chat. He said, fellow Ohio, I don't even know how to say Ohio win. <laughs> fellow Ohio person. Yeah, talk to Kyle. Christina yeah, too. He's from Ohio. Yeah, he's from Ohio. I think Jacob Bates is Ohio. There's a lot of people in Myrna, tons of people. So yeah, you guys uh, should all meet up at some point. Or I'll just keep doing it once a year, get all of you guys together. <laughs> the Virginia person pulls all the Ohio people together. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh well Christina or Brie I feel like I'm talking too much somebody else wants <laughs> oh my. I may have missed this at the very beginning but I was wondering what was the very first thing that caught your eye and pulled you into like trying merch by Amazon in particular like everybody kind of has their own story about like, how the heck, you know, like me, like they added me to Chris Green's group and I was like, what's going on here? And, you know, like a lot of people, I found out about it through him. I just was interested to know, you know, kind of how it came about that you got under merch yourself. Yeah. So I initially, I found merch when it first started out and I didn't apply for it because the way that, you know, they initially kind of pitched it was, it was for, you know, the app developers to, do yeah. products and apparel. So I saw it initially and was like, oh, well, I don't do that. So that's not for me. Um, and then it was, I think it was October, 2017. I posted a drawing on um, Instagram that it was, I'm big into podcasts and one of my favorite ones is my favorite murder. And oh. I my favorite murder design and they ended up reposting it on their official Instagram page and it absolutely blew up. So I had uh, the community manager from T public message me and say, Hey, have you ever heard of T public or have you thought about putting your designs up on there? So I started checking out T public and, you know, it seemed cool. Like margins weren't like super crazy good. And then I started looking more into POD and then came across merch by Amazon and that sounded a little bit better. Plus you had the traffic, you know, emerged by Amazon. So that's how it all got started was honestly the community manager from T public reaching out to me. Well, that's super, that was a cool story though. Like, yeah, you know, that, that was really neat. Like to hear, I don't know how, how it was actually, you know, it wasn't directly to merch by Amazon, you know? Right. Pretty neat. So, so how, oh, go ahead. So we, be, 
Yeah, BJ, have you um, have you considered applying for the Merch Collab program? I'm in Merch Collab. Actually. Okay, okay. I like, wondered. I, I was a lot like, about Merch Collab. I haven't done a lot with it, to be honest. Um, I did one design so far, which I knew it was kind of like it might get approved, it might not by the person, and it didn't. So okay. I knew there was a chance just because of the route that I went with it. Um, yeah. But once again, um, like in the, the freelance world, it's more called, you know, doing stuff on spec. So, you know, spending hours and that design, you know, I put a good like seven, eight hours into. So, you know, spending that time and doing something that might not get approved in the first place is it's definitely like a gamble, you know. So yeah. I haven't got into it as much. Um, since I got approved just after that first one, because I was like, well, I wasted a lot of time on that. So, um, right. but yeah, it's definitely, you know, something that I'm going to be focusing more okay. in the, the next few months as well. So, yeah. And um, I think I saw somewhere that you have a couple of daughters. Did any of them, did either one of them inherit your, uh, you know, creative illustrator abilities? Not really. I mean, you know, just any kids growing up, they want to draw and they want to, you know, um, but at the same time, they had other interests and stuff. And um, I know it's bad, but you know, as kids, they always compare their work to yours. And it's like, well, I'm not as good as you, you know, and you can oh, encourage, <laughs> you know, and stuff. It's like, you know, you can try to get them on board and stuff. But um, yeah, it was, it was short lived. So um, now, though, I'm trying to get my youngest daughter actually doing merch stuff on my account. So uh she she doesn't know photoshop really uh you know or anything like that but i've got some other apps that she's working with and she's got about 60 65 designs right now that we need to work on putting up so awesome. she's excited by that plus you know it's she's gonna be what 17 next month so she's got like the the finger on the pulse of you know instagram and youtube people and all that stuff and what the kids are into so it'd be pretty cool to see what takes off so that's awesome. Yeah, she's she's my youngest, and then my oldest. Um, she's she'll be twenty one in October. Um, she already graduated from college. She did a program um, here locally. It's uh, a digital academy program to where they are homeschooled basically through the computer, but it's through one of the local schools, and then they also pay for their college if they want to go to college at the same time. So by the time she graduated from high school, she already had enough hours for an associate's degree. Wow. And then from there, she went down to um, Cincinnati and went to uh, CCMS. It's the Cincinnati College for Mortuary Science and graduated last year with a bachelor's degree at 20 years old. So wow. Now that's a mortician, awesome. which is pretty crazy. But that's something that she's always been into and interested in. So, yeah, she skipped art and went straight to dead people. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine. She likes it though, so hey, you know, and there's yeah. always going to be a need for it, so yeah. you never have to worry about job security. So that is absolutely true. <laughs> yep. Wow! Wow! Well, that is so impressive that she was able to like, graduate so early and do all that. That's awesome. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. 
Now, um, I have another question for you. If um, if someone was just starting out and they, you know, maybe they've only um, done like hand drawings, um, just traditional, you know, pencils, paper, and they want to start digitizing those things, um, but they can't afford an iPad yet. Is there something kind of intermediate, like an intermediate tool that you'd recommend that they start with or any suggestions for someone in that kind of situation? Well, I mean, you can always go with one of the, you know, the tablets that don't have the screen on it that you can connect, you know, to the computer. Um, so there's different ones of those. There is a lot of a disconnect, though, because you're looking down here or you're looking up here at the computer while you're drawing down here. And I know it's a lot easier. I even have a problem with it myself, you know, drawing down here and looking up here. It's it's hard to get used to. But um, I mean, you don't have to go with an iPad. There's, you know, other alternatives out there. I know somebody posted in the, the group the other day, one of their designs for the last week's challenge that he did on his phone. You know, he had one of the Samsung notes that come with the stylus. And he's like, yeah, it's not as good as an iPad, but I'm still able to, you know, create stuff with it. So um, yeah, just little stuff like that. And, you know, if you, you want to try it, those tablets that there's a lot of different makers out there, Wacom or Wacom or however people pronounce it. Um, that's what I started out with initially, uh, what, 15 years ago, I think was when I got my first one, my Intuos and, um, you know, those are, are good too. So that's cool. Cool. Yeah. Have you gotten into any of the phone apps or you, you most, mostly just stick with uh, procreate, right? Uh, mostly stick with Procreate. Initially, I was using some apps uh, that mm -hmm. were like phone, like Typorama and uh, Vintage Logo Designer, mm -hmm. just because if I didn't want to transfer it over to the laptop to finish with mm -hmm. Photoshop or text before Procreate got text, I would try to do stuff in those apps and then mm -hmm. pull it into Procreate, which I had a video before, you know, showing how to do that. Of course, like I said, there's not the control that you have in Photoshop, but sometimes, right. you know, if I'm out and I don't have my laptop with me, yeah. I just got Pro you know, the, the iPad and Procreate, sometimes I would do those just to come up with a design real quick. So yeah. Yeah. Steer away from them a little bit just because like I said, you don't have the control. Right. It's not as good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, awesome. I use the over app a lot, <laughs> but I, I definitely need to uh, get better with using better programs. Um, EJ, oh, I, was, I was sorry, Helen. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to ask you, BJ, if you have like um, a certain goal or project that you said, all right, like 2019, like this is what I really need to focus on, you know, whether it's, I don't know, like reaching a certain number on merch or whether it was getting into pop, other pods or Etsy, or was there anything in particular that you just kind of said you were going to just go full force at this year? Um, for 2019, my, my goal is to, to continue to grow the YouTube, um, with like you said, the, the way it's been blown up, I finally got monetized on there. So I'm starting to, you know, bring in some money off of there. Um, awesome. so I would like to eventually, I don't know if it'll happen in 2019, but I'd eventually like to get to YouTube to where it's making 30,000 a year off of uh, YouTube and then merch. Initially, my merch goal was to do like 30,000 a year off of merch um, and the way it's been going here for the past few months, I think that's probably going to get blown away by the end of the year. So I'll probably do more than 30 on merch. So that was initially going in 2019 is like 30 on merch, 30 on YouTube. And I don't know if YouTube will get there, but merch will. And uh, from there, just 
do the Skillshare and Udemy classes. That's yeah. the, the next big thing. I don't have huge goals for KDP because I don't really know, you know, what to expect. So I've never sure. really set any monetary goals for that. My only goal is eventually just to get all my stuff uploaded to it. It just, you know, takes time. Well, so, yeah. that and, you know, with the uh, book that you created, when you're creating content, your KDP journals could just be complementing whatever it is you're doing in Udemy or Skillshare too. It could be like, this is the journal that accompanies this Udemy course, or this is right. the journal, you know? So there's a lot of cool stuff you can oh, do that's that. that's a good idea. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing too I want to focus on. Um, it takes a little bit more time, obviously, with, with doing them and with KDP, but uh, the way that, you know, working with digital art goes and Procreate and, and Photoshop and how I use it is every single design I make has a line layer. It's got a color flat layer, highlights and shadows. So I can drop out the colors, the highlights and shadows and just have a line layer and every single design can be turned into coloring book pages. So oh, that's awesome. the next thing this year too, is to kind of start grouping designs that make sense into one book and then start doing coloring books on KDP. Too, so. Wow, that's really cool. And maybe you're already doing this, but of course I'm already like, oh, patterns. Like, you know, you could probably take whatever you're drawing and create some really cool patterns. From yeah. I'll leave the patterns up to Amy right now. She's <laughs> kicking butt at those. She doesn't yeah. really with the patterns. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, that's really cool. The coloring book idea. I love that. Yeah. Hat. Yeah. It's really exciting as you start to get more and more designs, how you can just do stuff because you can start grouping more and more designs together and do all kinds of stuff like coloring books, Etsy shops, all different stuff because you have enough in, in every little niche. Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you as well. Um, earlier when you were talking about when you do um, an illustration or something, do you utilize it? And you said you scaled it out. I didn't know if you meant you scaled it out on different products or you scaled it out and actually manipulated it or or even utilized it as it was, but maybe for a completely different design, like smaller with a completely different setting. Or, you know, I know I'm oversimplifying the question, but, you know, do you, I, I don't know how, um, when you're an illustrator, how does that work or what what's your... Um, how do you go about that? Yeah, so um, basically I'll I'll scale it out to different sayings. So let's say I've not done one of these shirts, so uh, but let's say like a corgi, because I drew a corgi on one of the, the uh, YouTube videos. So mm -hmm. say I draw a corgi, so there'll be shirts, you know, for corgi lo lovers and then different sayings with those and then mm -hmm. uh, scale that out and you can throw, you know, a Santa hat or an elf hat and you've got, you know, holidays out of that. Yeah. You can put bunny ears on it and it's an Easter shirt. You can put, you know, a leprechaun hat on it and a pot of gold. And all of a sudden that's, a, you know, a St. Patrick's Day shirt. Oh. I will just run it into the ground with that's awesome. across everything. So, yeah. yeah, like if I do one illustration, usually I'll try to get like 50, 60 designs out of one illustration and then yeah, like, awesome. spread it across everything um, with it using them into the holidays like that i usually won't upload those right away just because i don't want them to fall off so i'll upload them you know closer to that three months out 
for the holidays and just kind of have them sitting there. Sure. And then I'll go back through my designs and say, okay, this is coming up. What can I do with this to, you know, kind of incorporate those designs? Cause they're already done. They're already sitting there. Uh, yeah. And then you know, usually if, if it's done right um, and you've got a, you know, huge group of designs and then you can just do like little, almost like clip art stuff to incorporate like a holiday with it. And then you can just put that straight across every single one. So. What a great step. That, that yeah. is awesome. And now it's 180 days, so it, you can you can put it up right. quite a bit. Or, uh, yeah, I really like that. It was hard when it was every 30 days it was, or every 90 days because it, it felt like <laughs> you had no time, but the six months is nice. Go ahead. I, we're getting towards the end. And just a few more questions. I can't believe it. It went so fast. Were you about to say something, Christina? Um, yeah, and I forgot what it was. Oh, <laughs> so. That was my fault. I'm sorry. No, I'm trying to think. Oh, um, there was a question in the group. Um, are you, uh, do, do you have a brand name like under your name on Amazon? Is that something that you're willing to share or do you kind of keep that private? Um, I keep it private, but the, the way I do brand names is uh, if I do text-based stuff, um, I'll usually just, you know, tie that into whatever niche for the brand name, um, for my personal stuff. I, I do it like leak does it. So you've got the overall brand name, but then to, you know, niche down within that. So, uh, if somebody is looking for, um, you know, let's say Corgi shirts once again, um, and let's call, you know, the company, um, I don't know what red flag, so the, the company's red flag tees. So the Corgi would be like Corgi gifts by red flag tees. So okay. that way, you know, when somebody clicks on it, obviously those people looking for Corgi shirts might like some of your other Corgi shirts and then they can click on that to see all of them. But at the same time, if somebody really likes your stuff and thinks about, well, let me just type in red flag tees, then they can see everything. So yeah. that's, that's kind of how I do it. Um, I don't really give out the name just because I, my thing before, and I talked about this on one of the other shows that I did, like I was willing to give out the name before I realized that it was when I first started out before I realized that people just scraped the data and just put up, you know, the actual stuff because my, you know, my thought at the time was, well, if you want to try to, you know, do it and make it better or whatever, you know, go ahead. But the fact that, you know, people are just stealing the exact design pixel for pixel, that's why. Absolutely. Takedowns. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you that next. So, what's your, you know, what's your take on copycats? How do you handle that? Um, I, I don't spend that much time looking for them. When a shirt really takes off, then I will go ahead and, you know, do a little bit of research to see. Um, for anybody that's watching that wants to copycat stuff, this is the best piece of advice I can do. If you're doing pixel for pixel, don't steal something for pixel for pixel and then scale it to 90 different shirts. Oh um, that happened earlier this year. I set a nine. I had to do two different takedowns because all the AS ASINs wouldn't fit in the one. I had to actually do two for one single person, person. because oh they scaled God. it. It was a, they, they took the design. I, well, I didn't do a birthday shirt. They put it on a birthday shirt and the shirt was geared towards kids. Number one, uh, only kids would wear this shirt and they scaled it from every age from five on up to like 105 and <laughs> like nobody over the age of 15 would wear, would wear the shirt. And they were putting it on shirts for, you know, for like 80 year olds, 90 year olds. <sighs> 
So yeah, they got 90 takedowns. So yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> felt good. Yes. Exactly. So yeah, um, I'll yeah, if something takes off, I'll I'll look, you know, and see. I don't spend too much time because um a lot of the times too, I see that the uh the whatever technique they're using is is not working right and you can tell that it is a copy and it just doesn't look good and it's not even if somebody sees it and it's cheaper it's not really going to sell just because there might be part of the design missing or you know something like that so um i go a little bit harder on etsy though because i've had a, a lot of problems lately i know i talked to amy about this before with people stealing designs and making svgs out of them which creates yeah. a big problem because then they usually put them as you know um commercial use so then that just kind of snowballs because these people are paying $3, $5 for a design that they think that they can use. And then all of a sudden they're putting up your designs, not even knowing. So I've been a little bit more vigilant about those with the SVGs on Etsy. Um, but yeah, merch, it's kind of play by ear. So. Wow. That's crazy that people do stuff like that. I can't believe Like, why is it so prevalent? Why does so many, I can't believe so many people do that. I didn't even think about the SVGs on Etsy. That's crazy. And I, I said takeouts for those. And the thing with those that really make me mad is then when they go and put them up, they watermark them. <laughs> it's like, really? Oh my God. Took the time so somebody sure. wouldn't steal them from you, but yet, you know, you stole them from me to begin with. So. Well, they're the right. most careful because they know that people steal stuff because they're the ones stealing stuff. <laughs> like innocent people don't think like that. So it's hard yeah. to remember like, oh yeah, we got to protect against this and that. And the people who steal are like, oh, let me quickly issue takedowns on the original owner because I just stole this. Like yeah. they're crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, anyway. <laughs> And at that, we're at nine o'clock. No, we gotta we gotta end on something more positive than that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. I well, I'm so excited that we got you on the show and that you you know you're an inspiration to so many people and um, helping everybody learn graphic design and illustration and all of that. So thanks. Uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Oh, Laura asked, can I? Just read this. Yeah. Like stuff from the comments. Yeah. Uh, she said, what's your favorite type of thing to draw or your favorite style? So um, honestly, my favorite style is super cartoony. Like I love it because you don't have to worry about anatomy because it doesn't matter. Uh -huh. um, so I don't like, I can draw realistic, but I just love like doing wacky stuff with perspective and, and stuff like that. Um, as far as favorite things to draw, um, I like cartoony stuff like monsters. I like Frankenstein's monster and skulls and stuff like that. I don't do a lot of that stuff on merch. It's more like the cute kitty stuff. But yeah, personally, that's that's my favorite type of stuff to draw. So. Cool. Really cool. Do you have any um, designs that people can buy from you or you haven't gotten into that? I have not gotten into that at all. Um, once again, just because if I take the time to draw a design, like I would rather use it. Yeah. I'm going to make more money. Um, And at the same time, you know, then you get into the problem, um, you know, of how many do you sell per design? Right. Uh, so if it's something that I'm going to sell more than one of and make it like a design pack that I sell multiple times, well, how many is too many, you know? Yeah. And then, so yeah, I haven't, I haven't messed around with that yet. I don't know if it's something down the line that I'll do, but like I said, I just like doing designs for myself right now. It's yeah, yeah. and you know, you don't get revision requests or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's so cool. Awesome. Well, I think that's all the questions I had. Do you have anything else, Bree? Or no? Cool. It was great. 
appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you so much. And and uh, we'll definitely let you know when the next Ohio meetup is. And hopefully you guys will all have one before before our next year one. Let's do <laughs> yeah. it. I'm down. We'll, we'll have to do that. And I, I sense that there might be a little bit of a, you know, a true crime junkie in you. So we might have to talk about that offline. The My Favorite Murder is one of my favorite podcasts as well. So <laughs> I saw a few other people commenting on that too. So. I know. So we'll have a merch meetup and then a true crime meetup. And so, <laughs> so some people overlap in there, so it's good. Yes, yes. <laughs> and Christina has uh, a lot of those merch money bags because she was going to do um, do a meetup. Do. So yes, exactly. <laughs> anyone who didn't get one, Christina has it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much, and thank you, uh, BJ. This was so great. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Make sure you guys all follow his channel. Um, it's in the description below. And um, yeah, and, and subscribe to your Facebook group too, right? Yeah, yeah keep creating. That's uh, it, any of the newer videos. I link it in the videos too. So you can just hop on there and it'll be in the descriptions on the YouTube video. So yeah, right. join the group. Like even if you can't draw, just seeing what everybody else is posting. And it's like a super encouraging place too. Um, I haven't had any problems with anybody being rude or mean, but I will kick them out. I promise. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks guys. Have a good night. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks.